0: of our practice um, is really just any moment of our life. And uh, I remember at one point being in the monastery with uh, Saida Utajaniya where he kind of was laying out his ideal meditation center. And it was so interesting to hear it at that point because my idea of meditation was a pretty fixed and narrow view of sitting practice and going someplace special, getting quiet, you know, getting calm. And he shared his ideal meditation center as being actually uh, like um, some sort of workplace, like a bakery or where you're making things. And people would come there and you'd have your normal Uh, activities that are quite similar to what we would find in our everyday life. But the whole uh, intention then in the mind and heart is to cultivate what is skillful, what's beautiful. And so I want to say that because the opportunity that we have to be encouraged now when we are in the midst of our ongoing life. Some of you may be working from home. Some of you may be essential workers or already going back to work. But whatever the conditions are, we are in a rhythm that is uh, kind of a, a daily life rhythm. And the opportunities to really deeply understand our habits of mind and to feel increasingly confident that this practice of being mindful, of remembering what is uh, possible in our heart, that that is actually something that is within reach, right? We can be feeling really stressed out. We can be really rushing around, Um, can feel overwhelmed. Can tune into something that we're watching you know through media and get very deeply impacted, full of just anger and something suffering we're seeing again. But whatever it is, to really develop that sense and confidence that we can uh, open to what is arising moment to moment with a sense of interest and with a sense of awareness. And so this understanding in a way that all the circumstances and conditions of life, they are always happening. What makes a moment a moment of meditation or makes a day a day of meditation is dependent on really how we are meeting that moment. And so if the moment happens to be a calm one, what turns that moment in med- into meditation is that we're understanding that calm is arising. Or if the moment that we happen to find ourselves in, we feel the heart and the system really activated, let's say you're engaging in uh, protests, our practice doesn't mean we need to leave the protests. actually is a profound moment to to really be even more intimate with what is happening in your heart. Maybe a lot of energies that are rising and we can get a lot of clarity of how to bring a more full sense of presence. We don't, let's say, just kind of feel disembodied and get exhausted because we're not really at home. And so whatever conditions that we're in, we can really see it as a moment of awareness, as a possibility of cultivating some beautiful quality of our heart and mind. And that really is an essence of what practice is about is we're remembering to be aware, reconnecting with the present moment, getting curious about how it is that we're meeting what's arising, Right. And we 're just going to continue to uh, strengthen this uh, this momentum right and it's sort of like our habits of course, are to really feel as if we're going to be able to just get it done and so oftentimes we sit down, we immediately go into a mode of now i 'm doing it so the invitation here again and again that we've been offering is in a way to unwind that habit, first finding a way to find some ease, right? allowing uh, the body to relax, and then from there, from that attitude, exploring how do I meet this moment, what am I aware of, rather than starting off from a perspective of trying to do something or get somewhere. So just another couple words, I just wanted to speak about what we've mentioned a few times about right view and the importance of having this bit of wisdom in our mind when we uh, have a moment that we're trying to be aware. So this right view is a reminder that whatever is arising whatever is arising in any given moment is arising out of conditions. So that's a way of saying that everything is a natural process. It's not to say that everything is, uh, should be the way it's happening, right? We see there's a lot of things in the world that are causing suffering, but it's to acknowledge that whatever is happening, is arising out of conditions, both in the larger sense in the world that we're in, in the universe, but very immediately as well, whatever is arising in our heart and mind is arising out of conditions. Taking that frame of mind really invites us to meet our moment to moment experience with a sense of gentleness. Can I be with this? Is this okay to be with? I'm feeling really overwhelmed or lonely. Oh, right. These are the conditions right now. This is what it feels like to feel overwhelmed or isolated, right, or happy or calm. So that wisdom, as we remember to reflect on it, helps us To have what we've been naming is the right attitude, which is an attitude that isn't about trying to get something to happen or to get something to stop happening. So last thing I'll just end with is um, someone, this is from a couple of weeks ago. So before the current Arising into the collective awareness of the protests. And so George Floyd uh, hadn't been killed at that time. And so this was a question coming from the pandemic, but in a way it applies to every moment. And someone was asking Sayadaw, Mutejaniya, how do I relate to this moment? How do I practice in these circumstances? And it was interesting what he said. So he said, as far as the practice is concerned, I can only say practice as usual. I only give instructions for practice, and the practice instructions are always the same. There's almost a mantra, a mantra in the way I teach, which is we're not practicing to make things happen in the mind, such as equanimity or to make things go away, such as fear or uncertainty. Rather, we practice in order to observe things as they are happening and to understand. We practice in order to to observe things as they are happening and to understand. And so again, and I just want to clarify that may sound like a very passive relationship to to life, but really what that's pointing to is that any moment that we're being aware, we are meeting the world that is arising. How we respond, right? That is going to be dependent on what gets activated. And our practice, the big arc of our practice is moving towards a relationship so that as we are interacting with any given moment, what gets activated could be another moment of clarity and another moment of clear discernment. What is skillful? What is unskillful? Or we may be seeing very clearly what are the deeper causes here? What are the conditions? So that's part of what it is that we see as we have moment-by-moment awareness is we go beneath the surface in a way of just the circumstances of our life to actually being with, in a more intimate way, what's arising. From our immediate experience, it's going to be, as Carol mentioned, the six sense doors, or maybe that was Andrea, seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, uh, the body experiences and everything in the mind door. But that wisdom of discerning moment to moment experience also applies externally. That everything that is arising externally is based on conditions. When we understand the conditions, then we know how to act skillfully. And we actually can work on the level that the current moment is arising out of. So kind of just a big picture there. Okay, so again, just inviting you to uh, soften into uh, this moment again, and really just you know, as we share words, letting the words uh, kind of land in the mind, if they're resonant, allowing them to be there, and also nothing to hold on to. And I wanna invite you, if it feels meaningful, to just explore what it's like to start off by allowing yourself to find a sense of ease or not doing. Allowing this body, this heart, all the movements of the mind, allowing them to be here just as they are. And from that place of non-striving, of resting back, noticing what is mm, most clear or what is the awareness knowing And so lightly remembering again, this attitude or idea. We're not trying to make anything happen. We don't need anything to go away. And yet we recognize the possibility of reconnecting with awareness. So we can allow the body to be natural just as it is. Feeling the weight of the body. Being aware of the whole body. The experience doesn't have to be pleasant or calm, and yet we can still be aware, we can be noticing what it is that's present for us. And again, in inviting the nature of the body and the mind to be just as they are, and checking to see if awareness is still present, and noticing what is being known. We may have some tendencies or habits of returning to the same object, like the breath, the body. At other times, our attention gets drawn into places of discomfort, almost like a vortex, we get pulled So just being curious about where the attention is and how it's relating to the experience. Being curious about any tensions or struggles. And we can be aware of our attitude, our relationship to what's happening even as we know the experience itself, just allowing that possibility Whatever is happening in this moment, we can see it as an unfolding part of nature. Sounds are natural. Thoughts in the mind, images, it's the nature of the mind. different energies and feelings unpleasant, painful in the body or pleasant. All of these arising out of different conditions. And seeing it as nature is an invitation to invite the heart and mind to settle back, to relax, just as we would be observing the natural world, not reaching out or manipulating, but softening, landing. at times when the attention is being drawn to something that is difficult or unpleasant, it can be helpful to ask a question like, is this okay to be with? Feeling the ways the mind might be resisting or pushing it away. This is how we get to have insights about the nature of aversion or ill will, a not liking in the mind and heart. just a natural movement that we all have to push against the unpleasant, to want the pleasant. And as we explore the refuge of awareness and wisdom, compassion, we can have more confidence that we can actually meet any moment of experience, one moment at a time. And so allowing the practice to be very simple, can be breathing in, knowing that you're breathing in, breathing out, knowing that you're breathing out. Or if you're aware of the mind and its activity, simply knowing this is what's happening. From time to time, just lightly checking again to see if awareness is still present. Is the mind aware? And maybe noticing what is it that is being known when awareness returns? We can use any object to reconnect with the present moment. And so finding for yourself what helps you to feel grounded. In the beginning for many people, it's connecting with the experience, the felt experience of the body, the sensations that come from having a physical form to the posture and noticing the shoulders and the arms. And contact and pressure on the floor or chair beneath you. Very ordinary experiences Helping us to cultivate another moment of awareness. Remembering the habits of mind, of wanting to fix or struggle. Knowing these are natural habits we can learn about these energies when they're present. And so we can check once in a while. What's the attitude right now? How am I relating to this moment? However it is. May the effort of our practice together bring benefit to all beings. May all beings be free from suffering and the causes of suffering. Okay, so. Uh, want to in a moment? I'll, I'll uh, see if there's any. Uh, love to hear from from some of you just how it's going. What your awareness is beginning to notice, uh, maybe things you're observing in your own living space. Just want to take a moment. Um, to just practice something of letting your eyes leave the screen for a moment and looking around the space that you're in and to really kind of take a moment to do that with awareness. So you can still feel your body as you look around, noticing all the objects that are just resting being where they are. and how there's in a way there's this relationship that we have to the space and the room that we're in. Um, Before, so we just can come back now if you'd like to, or just continue to kind of be with that experience. Before this session, I was doing some cleaning and sweeping the stairs and the floor and just noticing kind of easy switch to be in the mode that is just so caught into circumstances that i'm no longer you know really in the uh in a deep relationship to what's happening and it really is extraordinary when the awareness is there and you feel it come back into the mind there's a there's just a very different relationship what it feels like to be kind of moving the body and to be sweeping and the experience of maybe going from that just being entangled in the activity to actually having the activity be something that is bringing awareness back into the mind. And yet so easily uh, when we're going through our day, right, there's just so many things where the attention goes 100% into the thing we're doing and we completely in a way neglect that there is a mind still there experiencing right the whatever activity that we're up to and this is why at the end of a day when we haven't been very mindful you could say the mind is really exhausted and we notice the difference what happens on you know retreats is each moment there's just so many more moments during the day that there's a sense of Balance of mindfulness. And those moments bring this sense of settledness again. We feel the, the kind of ease and, um, right, the re- kind of refreshing the mind, the stability and balance of the mind as we go through during the day. So, the, the real, um, or one of the real benefits of this orientation that we're offering is that this possibility. We're not asking you to kind of return to a particular object again and again, but it's really an invitation to see what activities can you bring in a little bit more presence. When does the awareness return? What does it feel like when awareness comes back? What do you discover? Maybe the mind has really been tight or caught and identified with a mood or an emotion. And then having awareness come back, maybe a little bit of perspective, oh, right, this is what is going on. The mind has has the lens of some kind of uh, frustration or aversion, but we begin to see that more clearly. And so then the invitation is really just to invite awareness in as many moments as we can. And remembering that this doesn't have to be tiring at all and we've already named this a few times, You know that for example, it's not hard right now to notice that you're hearing. As soon as I say the words hearing, the attention recognizes again, all oh, right, I'm hearing sounds, right? If I say the body or your, your hands, then the attention goes to the hands. So in the same way, when we start to do that again and again, awareness kind of gets more familiar with showing up over and over again. So, okay, I want to pause there and just see if there's any, um, any things that are coming up for you that you'd like to um, share, anything that you're noticing or challenges, um, anything I'll just see where you're at. I'd love to hear. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash Donate.